This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and welcome. Well, I'm really looking forward to my first free-for-all Friday back from a pretty long holiday away on a different part of the world in India. Right back here at home, there is so much to discuss. We just heard about that sunshine list in Bob's News with the CEO of Ontario Power Generation making the most money of all at about $1.2 million. Wow. Uh, Earlier, we heard about a new poll which showed that if there was an election today, the Liberals, the governing Liberals, would not even get official party status. They'd only have seven seats, and it takes eight to be an official party. And, of course, there is just so much more that has been happening all week. So let's go right to the phones. We've got Philip and Markham. Hi, Philip. Well, hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Well, I'm doing okay. It's kind of weather, nice and dull. But anyways... I want to talk about uh, people like uh, who contribute to this country. They they don't get uh, they, they get the, the end of the stick because we work hard in this country. This is a good country. We work so hard. I came from Europe, from north part of Greece. I was 15 years old. I didn't know the language at all. I work. As my my cousin took me to friends' restaurant, Sinclair and Young. I work as a busboy. 18 years old, I end up. In the school board as a caretaker, and I retired in 60, in 60 years yep. old. Now, as a Zoomer, and a benefit to this country so many, everybody, not only me, other people like me, they're the same boat. They came here, and, and these people, the refugees, or everybody's complaining. We don't get this, they give them that, and start complaining. We, when we came, we never get nothing out of the government. We, we just give it. Get off the boat, and we want to work. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, is there something now that you uh, you that you? Uh... Oh, I keep hearing these things here about uh, this Muslim phobia. How about the European phobia? I came here, 15 years old. You know, Gerald in Greenwood. Sorry. Gerald, Gerald in Greenwood Park. Uh, uh, no, but so you, you're saying that you worked hard when you came and you don't think other people are working hard. No, no, they, they do work hard. But when, I get, uh, when I came to this country, you have no English at all. I still have, my, I have an accent. But when I, when, when we live in Geraldine in Greenwood, we used to go to the park with my brother, 11 years old. I was 15. And kids used to throw rocks and call us DP, foreigners, go home. We don't know what the hell they're talking about. We don't know where to go. But in the meantime, these people here, the, the government gives them everything, and they keep asking for more. And I, I worked, like I told you, from 18 years old, and I retired 60. Well, congratulations on your retirement, and but, uh, thanks for your call, Philip. But, you know, can, can I tell you one more thing? Just one more thing. We have a lineup. Oh. Okay. I know you don't want to hear any more things. That's okay. 
Yeah, have a good day. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, before we go to our next caller, the number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And we've got Keith in Rochester. Hi, Keith. Yes, welcome back. Thank you. You want to talk about marijuana? Yes. Uh, first, I'd like to say Philip is my kind of person and I probably should not have to do this, but since he ID'd himself as coming from Greece and I have uh, some German ancestry in me, I would like to apologize to he and his fellow Greeks for what uh, Germany, uh, Deutschland, uh, did to his country, among many other countries, during the Second World War. Philip, you are a very good person. You are hardworking. And I, with some of my uh, ancestry, Germanic, uh, apologize for what uh, people of my heritage did to you and your people. It was very uh, disgraceful. There were very many outrages perpetrated in Greece by German soldiers. And, and, and elsewhere. Uh, Keith, let's, let's get to the marijuana. Uh, on marijuana, the two points I want to make. I myself have never done drugs. Uh, people will have to explain to me, and I'm not bragging when I say I've never done drugs, but people will have to say to me why they can't get through life without toking it up. I just find it very distressful that people just in a spiritual way cannot uh, do life without uh, being in an altered state. And secondly, the reason that guys like me, people like me who don't do drugs, are concerned about it is the whole concept of being selfish. More people are doing stuff like marijuana with their personal stash, their kids are getting into it. And I've always found, and I'm going to say it, stoners, because that's, to, for me, is what you are if you do drugs. If you are a stoner, you are exceedingly selfish. You only care about yourself. On Wednesday here in a local town, first responders found two p- parents who were in a heroin stupor. They had just recently shot up and their 18-month-old child was left to fend for itself. A small boy, a a year and a half old, his parents uh, just... Yeah, Keith, you know, there's there's a difference between um, heroin addiction and... ...the being selfish. Someone's going to say like you, well, that's heroin. They're only, only doing marijuana. It's the whole concept that me and my drugs come first, and marijuana, like it or not, is a gateway drug. It is. Marijuana can easily lead to the hard stuff. But, but, whether but it's not those- necessarily. Well, um, th- good that you're in the States where it's not being legalized. Um, majority I of Canadians. Canada, they're saying uh, today that uh, you're going to legalize it next year on uh, Canada 2018. Good Canadians, don't allow that to happen. You don't need... You got too many of your fellow countrymen already stoned. What, why? Why? Uh, my final comment: When you legalize something, people who would never have tried drugs now that it's legal will figure that it's okay, green light, etc. You will. Okay, you Keith. Keep it away from your okay. young people. Okay, why Keith. Legalize it when you don't have to, and it will help. Well, people. it was a big election prob- pro- promise. Most people here want it, but uh, we hear you. Thanks for your call. Bye. Bye. Okay, uh, we've got JC in Toronto. Hi, JC. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Not too bad. 
Uh, I just have this opinion of saying that we, the two level of governments, they have to go. Now that their rating is down, they are going out uh, giving money to different Just companies. a minute, just a minute, JC. Is your radio turned down? You have to yes. turn down your radio if, okay. if you're on the air because we get a bad echo. And that's to everybody out there. When, when we take okay. your call on the air, you have to turn down okay. your radio. It, it is down. Okay, yeah. good. So you want both the both uh, provincial and, and federal? They have to go. We don't need them anymore. Within six months, they've already made a mess of this country and a lot of spending. Uh-huh. Yes, they that's have. there I has have been. Say. That's all you have to that's say. That's all I have to say. Okay, okay. thanks a lot, JC. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we've got uh, Nick in Oakville. Hello, Nick. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Not bad. Um, first of all, marijuana is basically innocuous. It's a plant that grows in the ground. You dry it and you smoke it. It has the same medicinal value as aspirin. And like, And when they say it's a drug, I don't consider it a drug, okay? It's not made in a lab. It grows naturally. And they say it's a gateway drug. Well, if you're going to use that argument, then tobacco is a gateway drug because more kids steal cigarettes and start smoking or go into their parents' liquor cabinet and take booze before they even touch weed. So Yeah, well, you know what? I think that if, if tobacco were up to be legalized today, it would never be legalized. Um, no, because 46,000 people die from exactly, it every year. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, you know, there are differing views on drugs, and most Canadians think marijuana should be legalized. That's there right. should be age limits because there has been some work that it, it's not great for the teenage brain. Exactly. Uh, and um, marijuana also has some very important medicinal benefits. Exactly. There's a reason why the Chinese have been using uh, marijuana in their medicine for over 5,000 years. You know, that there's a reason why they call it the wonder plant. You can make oils out of it. It's got omega fatty acids in it. Not too many plants have that. You know, like... Are you looking forward to the legalization? Oh, damn right I am. <laughs> damn right I am. And the thing is, though, think of all, all the court cases. A third of the court cases in Ontario are marijuana-related. How much is that going to save us in, in buildings and prosecutors and judges and the whole system? Really? You know, I will have to check that number. No, well that's what I heard. Uh, okay, I, I I would I I am skeptical of that number, but I I don't okay, know the well, real number. Look into it. Look into it. And okay. I'm pretty sure it's about that number. Okay. Anyway, All right. I'm I can't wait and it, we're going to make a lot of money too. Think of how much more revenue is going to be generated. Yeah, more money for the government to spend. Good. Good. More money for the government to spend. Well, yeah, then maybe they can keep the rate, hydro rates down. Maybe well, okay. Will save us. <laughs> okay, Nick, thanks a lot. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. I'm going to give the numbers out again. It's a free-for-all Friday. We've uh, had a couple of calls on marijuana, two very differing views from either side of the border. Uh, We have the sunshine list today. Uh, We have new polling numbers on the provincial government. Boy, it looks like they're in trouble, but... You know, there's no election in sight. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And and you shall find, I just got a note from our producer, Dave Woodard, who says the annual cost of enforcing marijuana laws uh, 
in uh, the justice system is $500 million. Thank you, Dave. That's quite a number. Okay, let's go back to the phones. We've got Dee in Peterborough. Hi, Dee. Hi, Libby. Welcome back. Thank you very much. I have a concern here about a, uh, a program on the FX station, I believe it's called. I'm not sure if it's Canadian or American. FX is not Canadian. Okay, that's good to know. Um, it's called Hate Thy Neighbor. Have you heard about this? Uh, no, it? it's probably it a documentary of some sort. No, no, it's it's uh, a couple of fellows that go around to different places, and, and um, uh, they showed a swastika, and the one fellow thought it was great. The thing that really disturbed me was a woman sitting there with a couple of children, and she said, oh, let's have another genocide. Well, uh, it's uh, it, that sh- that uh, show is produced by Vice. I, I uh, guess it, it's shown. Land, it depends it? on what channel, and they're uh, they're showing that uh, hate exists. I guess um, they're trying to. Uh, I would assume that the point of it is to alert us that these things are still happening, and we have to be vigilant. Oh my gosh! Well, I just I, I'm just. I don't know. <laughs> well, you've pretty much told me who, who would produce something like this, but um, I'd be really concerned about um, children, like teenagers, who'd be, you know, vulnerable to this type of program, but maybe it, maybe they're not allowed to watch it. I don't know. Well, I, I would hope not. I would think, given that it's vice, that, that the idea is they want to show that the, these things exist and oh. that it's not they're not supporting it, but um, unfortunately... Mm. Uh, this exists, and we have to be on the lookout, and we have to be vigilant. I just think it's very disturbing, but that's just that's my opinion, and, and um, have a great rest of the day. Okay, thanks, thanks so much. Debbie. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. Okay, uh, Debbie in Brampton, you want to talk about tax? It's almost that time of year. Yeah, how are you doing, Libby? Fine, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, I'm, I just uh, have a simple question. Um, my My husband has... Um, we filed our taxes. Um, last year, in 2015, they asked us to do some installment arrangements. Right. Right. And I couldn't come up with the 900 and something dollars per month for two months because every year it always seems we have to pay, you know, up to five. They're usually quarterly. Installments are usually quarterly. Yeah. I, I can't remember what it was, but anyways, I was like, okay, I didn't have the money. I didn't really know to where where to go from there, but anyways, we got our taxes done, and now they're charging us um, installment interest from unpaid installments yep. of one hundred and forty nine dollars. How, how did they get away with doing that? Uh, because uh, it's the Canada Revenue Agency, it's the taxman, and uh, they get away with doing that. Um, you know, you maybe you want to call them and see uh, if you can make some arrangement with them, but I highly doubt it. Uh, the one thing, and sometimes, you know, when you have installments, it's usually based on what you earned the year before. And mm-hmm. your taxes in the current year, if you didn't make as much money, m- may end up being a lot less. But you better pay those installments in full or you're going to be charged interest. Yeah, so I mean, so I guess the only thing I could do is call them and say, hey, you know, uh, I could, well, it, it's a tax bill now of almost $5,000, including $149 in change for interest on unpaid installments. Well, you can call them, but I would say pay it as quickly as possible because interest keeps on ticking. So the sooner you pay it, the the sooner the clock on the interest will stop. But they're going to keep charging you interest until you pay it. 
so they are allowed to. They are allowed to. Oh. <laughs> yes, um, they're allowed to. Oh my heavens above! It's not awful, eh? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and um, you know, um, I, do you see an accountant? No, I don't. Okay. Well, um, might might be a thought. Um, to uh, see a professional, but uh, yep, they have the right to charge you interest, and and you'd be wise to pay it as soon as possible. Oh boy. Okay. Oh. Okay. Thanks, Libby. You're welcome. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this free-for-all Friday. I am going to go right to the phones. We've got Julius in Scarborough. Hi, Julius. Oh, good afternoon, Miss uh, Snymer. How are you? Uh, Very good, and welcome back. We missed you. Thank you very much. My topic is very uh, quick, and view... The the, uh, provincial liberals, with their problems? Yes. Uh, Do you think, in your opinion that the party behind the scenes, because they've got to be buzzing with these low ratings, is maybe attempting a replacement of their leader in the party before the next election? Um, well, uh, I don't know, uh, is, is the short answer. And uh, you would think uh, that, that they might try that. It worked the last time. You had Dalton McGinty stepping aside when he was in big trouble over those gas plants. There's the precedent. There's, there is a precedent. Um, she has performed a, a feat. It looked like she was going down, you know, like the Titanic mm-hmm. uh, in the last election and ended up with a majority. So, um, yeah, very, very strange because and, of the and, Toronto seats. Right. And uh, Christy Clark in B.C. did the same thing. And I think it's the same campaign people. So uh, I'm sure that this is going back and forth. And the other thing uh, is... So who do they have there that would replace her? Not clear to me. Well, you know, there's always one, two or three that uh, pop up from behind the scenes. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, do you think that would help? Would you uh, would you vote for the liberals again oh, if there were oh, different? I never vote liberal. I never vote liberal. Okay. But uh, uh, I'm just curious uh, whether this is going to happen because, uh, you know, the party uh, members uh, – look at this and say, boy, we, we're, we don't even have party status in the latest paper this morning. Well, and that's got to scare a lot of them. Well, I'm, I'm sure that uh, it, that is, um, you know, stirring discontent among the ranks. It's, it's got to be because, uh, you know, it looked like they were getting a bounce from this uh, hydro cut or this alleged hydro cut. Yeah, and really uh, people are, seem to be seeing through it. So, uh, you know, I guess uh, we'll all stay tuned. I'm, it's going to be very interesting. I think, uh, I think she's turning into a little bit of a Hillary Clinton, not likable. That becomes a big factor. Well, actually, you know, she actually is pretty likable. That's one thing I'll have to say for her. Well, she, I think she is pretty likable, but but uh, the way things are going, I don't think that's going to okay. be enough. I'd like to just finish off with one comment from our friend Keith in Rochester. Yeah. 
I agree with them that legalizing marijuana will not be good because um, I'm in touch with Holland, where I was born. They legalized uh, this kind of stuff, a lot of their soft drugs, apparently over the, over the decades. And from all reports, it said 60% of drug use went up. Drug use went up 60%. This is not good for society as a whole. Well, that's a, that's a very interesting point. Thanks for telling us about that. Okay, I'm Julius, signing off. Okay, Julius, thanks a lot. Welcome back. Thank bye you. Bye-bye, thanks. Okay, Marguerite in St. Catharines. Marguerite, are you there? Yes, I am. And it's strange you just got that call from the fellow from uh, Holland because I am not for legalizing marijuana. I'll make it relatively quick. A couple of years ago, I saw a documentary that was done from the Netherlands. And they felt from the studies they had done that they have had a dumbing down of their society because of marijuana, that it's very, very damaging to the young brains between 17 and 25 young people, uh, people that have a history of mental diseases uh, in their family, like bipolar and schizophrenia, that actually manifests it at an earlier time in their lives. Um, I also find it very difficult to understand the reasoning that people will say, well, we have alcohol and we have cigarettes. To me, that argument means, okay, we've got two very bad things out there for people. Why not add another one? Like, that is a justification for for marijuana. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I won't keep you. I, I just felt that documentary, I am amazed that our doctors haven't got on the ball about that and are putting this information out. Well, so the, doc- the doctors, the hold it, the doctors did say that they had a caution about young Good. people and marijuana. Good. But there, there are a lot of different studies on this, as there yeah, are in most sure. things, and a lot of the studies show something different. But you do have to look at, uh, at countries that have had it for, uh, for some time yep. and find that things aren't quite as, um, on the pro as what they had hoped it would be. I, I won't keep you. I just really feel that people really, really need to educate themselves on this. You know, another thing, my husband, I'm, I'm not young. My husband and I have talked about how crazy our roads are out there. Like every day you go out and you feel like the road is full of distracted drivers, drunk drivers. We'll put one more thing out there, people that are high on marijuana, Positive. That's a, that's definitely another thing they have to deal with. Uh, but yes. people, let me tell you, if you think it's crazy out there on the roads, I've just come back from <laughs> India, <laughs> and the roads there are just something Insane. they they are crazy. Yeah. Of what what goes on on the roads there, so it could be worse. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Marguerite, but, for but your call. We don't call. want it to be worse, do we? No, we don't. We okay. want it to be thank better. Thank you for listening. Okay. Thanks right. for your call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bruce in Guelph, you also want to talk about marijuana. Bruce? Hello? Oh, I guess Bruce is not there. We will move right along. We've got Frank in Downsview. Hello, Frank. Yeah, I'm back too, Libby. Hi. Hi, How are you? Fine. How are you? Oh, it could be better. Hey, listen, uh, everybody's talking about marijuana. What about that beautiful sunshine list from the Liquor Control Board? Okay, go on, yes. Yeah. Uh, what is it, 130-some art people are making over $100,000? No, no, no. It's not just, it's the whole Ontario government and 123,000 
people make more than $100,000, and that's 8000 more than last year. That's a record. And yeah. the top salary was OPG. CEO of OPG makes nearly $1.2 million a year. Isn't that unbelievable? Uh, you know, I, mean, I find it very easy to believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you do, but not me. I'm I'm 82 now, uh, and uh, I can't believe the, the money that those guys are making. You know, and consultant and all that baloney. It's unbelievable, and no wonder we're getting in such a bad shape. Our uh, provincial uh, debt is what? How many billions are we in this year? Eight uh, billions. Well, we've just added nine billion to the, the nine debt. Billion. So, that's no, I that's mean, just what we are adding this year when we balance the budget. Yeah, can you imagine just the interest on that? Well, that is the interest on that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, yeah. on the whole thing, it's well, it's over three hundred billion that Ontario. Well, it's the the interest. We we were talking about this yesterday. The interest on the debt is the fastest growing item in our budget. Yeah. And it, uh, that's something that we all should be worried about. Yes, and, and uh, I, I can't believe that the government is just throwing money around. Can you imagine a household like that? I wouldn't be in my place anymore if I'd play, you know. Well, exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, this is this is my uh, thing for today, and I'll let you go. Thank okay, you. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, we're going to Keith in Toronto. Hi, Keith. Hello? Keith, are you, you're on the air. Please go ahead. Keith? Okay, I don't know what's going on with some of these calls, but we are going to move along. We've got Joan in Oshawa. Hello, Joan. Hello, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Nice to hear your voice again. Thank you. <laughs> um, Libby, I, I have a query uh, and a statement at the same time. Everybody seems to be complaining about the weather, except in the summertime. They complain when it rains. They complain when it's winter. And I tell people that I speak with, if we didn't have rain, if we didn't have snow, we wouldn't be eating. Well, complaining about the weather is a, it's a Canadian pastime. I know, but it's annoying. <laughs> it's anno- know, and the, the thing is, in the summertime, pretty near everybody, I know not everyone, but quite a few people have air conditioning. I should say maybe most people have air conditioning. What about the people that don't and have to rely on fans? Well, <laughs> in the summer, you know, people complain People complain about the cold in the winter and the snow. And in the summer, they complain about the heat. <laughs> and yes, a lot of people have air conditioning. Air condi- Pardon? Even when they have air conditioning? Oh, yeah. Well, they still have to walk. I mean, people complain about the weather. It's just, you know, it's it's, it's a Canadian thing, Oh, I my think. goodness. I wish they'd stop. Okay, people out there. Uh, Joan the wants you to stop complaining about the I weather. Make, Libby, is about um, um, the election that will be coming up next year. Um, I will not be voting Liberal. Uh-huh. And I think that anybody after the fiasco that we have gone through with two premiers, the fiasco there, anybody who would vote liberal in the next election, uh, their thinking is askewed. Well, yeah, there there are all kinds of reasons. You know, the last time it was the conservatives to lose, and they lost it. Yes. (laughs) So there you go. I'm talking about the provincial. 
Well, With, that's uh, what McGinty I'm talking about. And now uh, Kathleen Wynne. Yeah, it was the provincial election and Tim Hudak. It was his to win or lose, and he lost it. I know he uh, um, he didn't he didn't uh, read up or study on uh, um, you know what the people wanted and what they needed, and that's another thing too that the uh, the the uh, liberal the federal liberals promised to help seniors. They haven't done a thing. Uh, I, they've they've done a few very small things. Yes, but they haven't done. I mean, they should raise the the OAS, and uh, um, they should uh, take out that uh, that one clause, or um, modify it where uh, you can't receive the supplement um, if your uh, um, if your your oh. husband is working. Um, and uh, yep, you know it, it it would really help a lot of seniors. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Libby, and you have a great weekend. Okay. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye bye okay. for now. Bye bye. Okay. Back to marijuana, Bruce and Guelph. Hello. Hello, Libby. This is my first time calling. Oh wait, wait, wait! I've never had a chance to call. There ding, we go ding. again. Let's have the bell again. There we go. There we go. Welcome. Okay. I just want to enlighten people on marijuana because so many people are calling. I'm sorry to say I'm 62 myself, but older people just have no clue what this is all about. I've been smoking since I was 16 years old, but I, it's like beer to me. I don't touch a drop during the week. I may have a half a joint or something on Friday or Saturday or once a month. I quit for two years once. It just didn't bother. So it's like a social thing. It's not like I think most people think, you know, that everybody that smokes marijuana is a pothead that's smoking all day, every day. And, they, you know, it's the, hey, man, what's going on here? We're not like that. I ran a business for over 30 years now. I know judges. I know cops. I know lawyers that are on it. I know business people that, that smoke it. And it's not a problem if you use it right. But I think people, again, think that we're all potheads. We just don't know what we're doing. You know, we, we can't drive. We can't function. I never drink and drive. I never smoke and drive. I only do it when I'm at home. Now, you had a woman on the other day. You, you weren't there. Was, I think it was Monday with Jane Brown. She says, you know, people should put a sticker on the back of their car saying I smoke marijuana because I got a granddaughter in my car. Well, you know what I tell that lady? I think you should put a sticker on your car saying that you've got a granddaughter. Depending on how old she is, she may be kicking the back of your seat. She may be screaming and crying. So you have to turn around and look after her. Another, another point, I want people along the same line, if they got a dog in their car crawling all over them all the time, put a sign in your car, dog crawling all over me, I may be distracted. Well, and don't forget the people texting. Anyway, thanks texting for that. Too. I think uh, that's a that's a good perspective, uh, and th- that's the thing. I mean, it, it's like everything else. If moderation is a good thing, exactly. But again, I keep repeating, Libby. I think you probably know it too. People think we're all potheads. We all just smoke all day, and we we don't do anything. We're lazy as anything. It's the complete opposite with you know ninety percent of us. Okay. I admit there's probably ten percent. And I know some of them, you know, they, again, they lay back, you know, what's happening, man, I don't know what's going on. You know, it's not like that. It's not a hallucinogenic drug like LSD and cocaine and all that heavier stuff, which I never touch. You know, it, it's just a relaxing drug. I, another point is, Libby, I know a few people that when they drink, they get awful angry. They get upset. They want to fight. I have never, again, Libby, I'm 62, never ever once in my life seen anybody that smokes and wants to go fight in a bar or anything like that. They just relax and they calm out. Okay. Good point. Thanks for your call, Bruce. Thanks for you for taking it. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.
Bye now. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back. I'm going to go right to the phones, and we have Keith in Toronto. Hi, Keith. Hi, Libby. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, just a couple of quick comments. Uh, I, did you hear that or read that story a couple of weeks ago about that young uh, woman that's teaching up in northern Quebec? Uh, I, I've heard that story. So, uh, she got some prize from, I think, Dubai. Yeah. A million dollars, uh, uh, for, I guess, her educational, uh, help up there. But I thought, what a wonderful story. And, uh, those are the kind of things that is nice to read. And, uh, uh people like that, I think should be recognized, you know, by, a, an order of some description, whether it's Canada or whatever, but, you know, to do what she's doing up there, that really is a wonderful achievement for her. Well, it 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 sounds like uh, she does wonderful work. And, you know, uh, people, you can uh, nominate people for the Order of Ontario or the Order of Canada. It takes quite a bit of work. You have to get letters of reference. But if there's somebody in your community, and there are also City of Toronto Volunteer Awards, and uh, if you go online, and all of these awards have a process for doing that. And if you think you know somebody who's done great work in the community as a volunteer or or whatever and deserves it, then uh, get your friends together and nominate them. That'd be a nice thing to do. Yeah, it would be. And there's probably a lot of people that are unrecognized as well that uh, would deserve that type of consideration. Just one other quick question regarding uh, marijuana. Uh, Down the road, for all these young people that are going to take it up and the ones that are doing it, uh, I hardly can hardly believe that they'll only be uh, smoking one weed a day. But what's that going to do to their lungs when they're sucking in all that smoke over a period of time? Well, uh, you know, it's not clear that people are going to be smoking one a day, and you don't have to smoke it. There are all kinds of other methods. There's oil. They put it in food. There's an infuser. So um, you absolutely don't have to smoke it. No, but most of the people you see, uh, you know, at at whatever is going on, events, uh, you know, they're all smoking weed, and they're all, uh, you know, they're all inhaling it, so I... I can't. I I think that that's probably be the mode of uh, operation, but that's just my personal comment. Okay. Anyways, okay. Thanks very much. Lady. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Bye bye. All right, Lynn in Hamilton. Hello, Lynn. Oh, hello. I'm just wondering. I don't. I can't listen all the time, but I'm wondering if you have any kind of update on the air miles. Well, um, last week they it was announced on your radio station that uh, some of were collecting cash points. Uh, had them all stolen, and I went to my grocery store, Metro, and I said, um, well, I might as well cash mine out just in case, you know, and she said, I'm sorry, we can't get into it, and it's still that way, and there's no explanation. Uh, Well, I don't think the grocery store can add them onto your card, but I don't think they can't redeem them for you. You have to go to... They can't add them on the card either. It just comes up zero, zero, zero. I don't. I don't know about that because I. I was away. Um, Air Miles was going to have your points expire. They backed off of that. Oh, yeah, uh, there was a private member's bill. Uh, they then, I believe, devalued the points. There's this big difference between cash points 
and and dream points for so you know frankly um uh, you know, there there are now cashback credit cards, and maybe that's a better reward to look into. You should go uh, on. You have to do a little research and check oh, think, which yeah, which kind of credit. Of well. Yeah, which kind of credit card is really worthwhile for you? Because uh, you know, when it gets really complicated like this. Yeah, and it's just it's frustrating because you can't get any answers. You've got. Well, you can try calling them, but uh, <laughs> I haven't had very much luck with that. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wondered if, you, if uh, the, the radio station had any updates on it. Obviously not. And, and you know what? Um, Dave can look into it because there might have been something that happened uh, last week when I was overseas that I didn't know about. Okay. okay. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. James in Burlington. Hello, James. Good afternoon, Libby. First, first time caller also. Okay, wait. There we go. Welcome. Thank you. Um, the subject uh, I would like to uh, speak about is mental illness, mm-hmm. and in particular, borderline personality disorder. Mm-hmm. I've just become aware of this uh, a few days ago, um, and it, apparently it's uh, something that specialist doctors that deal with mental illness are very, there's very few around that deal with the borderline personality disorder. And um, it's it's very, very difficult to to try and get help from anyone. Um, A very good friend of mine who is my companion, life companion, basically, and she has a family member who is uh, in dire need of help. But she's an adult, and my friend has her hands are tied. Absolutely, you know what? Um, uh, There's a similar situation in uh, my husband's family, and it is a heartbreaking situation because Mm -hmm. when people are adults, they can refuse treatment, they can refuse help, and you want to help people, and there's nothing that you can do or very little that, that you can do. And I certainly, uh, I'm very familiar yeah, with that situation, and it's really tough. That's exactly where we're at. Um, being, an, being an adult, uh, her mom can't do a thing. And uh, we are, uh, I, I, I'm calling in basically to hope that some, some of the listeners are aware of this and uh, if, the, if they know of any professional in the field that uh, they could possibly put us in touch with. Well, there 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 are organizations. There's a Schizophrenia Society. I know you're talking about a different disorder. Um, yeah. There There's CAMH, which deals with all kinds of mental disorders. And, and uh, there are people there who can counsel you uh, on the extent of what you can do to intervene. So I would encourage you to get in touch with those people. Um, but uh, that is a very tough situation, and my heart goes out to you. Yes, it's uh, it's 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 a family. It, it just shatters the family completely. Well, ex- and, exactly. And, and exactly. what I've learned about the disorder is that the people with that disorder don't realize it. Well, exactly. They're, they're, they're like uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Well, yeah, and they then they have every right to refuse treatment. Anyway, good luck with that, James. Thanks for your call. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Bye now. Okay. Uh, before we take the next call, 
I am going to give out the numbers uh, once again because we do have a few more minutes left to talk to you and to hear your opinions on whatever it is you'd like to discuss. So the number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And we have Walter in Orangeville. Hi, Walter. Hi, how are you? Fine, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I just wanted to call call, a couple items. Number one is John Tory is considering putting a tax on uninhabited units in Toronto. Yep. I think that's long overdue. Mm-hmm. Because the price of things uh, for our children is just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us Zoomers, including myself, I think have been rubbing our hands because we get so much for our homes. But it's just not fair. Well, you know, there there's a, a limit to the benefit of getting so much for your home because you have to leave live somewhere and unless you're planning on going to an area that is much less expensive if you sell your house into a really high market in Toronto and you want to buy something in in the same city well you're going to be faced with the same thing yeah you're you're just shooting yourself in the foot well kind of and uh, the ripple effect is all the way to Aurelia cuz we in we're in Orangeville we've sold our house and wait for my wife to retire Mm-hmm. And we thought, my God, we've got to uh, lock something up. So we have put a deposit on a place to be built because the price just kept going up. And we were losing our gain. But anyways, I'm glad he's – I hope he does to something because I think it needs to be done. The other thing I want to talk to you about was uh, I have uh, two relatives that are RCMPs. Mm-hmm. And uh, – I don't know how. There's no real test, roadside test for marijuana. That's true. I think that's a real scary thought. Well, they're they're working they're working on it. That they're whole piece. They're working on it. Yeah. But, until there is, it should not be legalized in my mind. Well, yeah, I I appreciate your comment, and that's absolutely true. There is no roadside test for marijuana. Walter, thanks very much for your call. Oh, can I throw one more thing in? Well, we've got people waiting, and only a few. List. We've got you people can get waiting. People that can do that man's job for a lot less than one point two million. I'm that, sure that there. I'm starter. I'm sure there are. Thanks for that. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, uh, let's go to Bob in Etobicoke. Hi, Bob. Hi. How are you? Fine. How are you? Not bad. In my my belief in my life, I do not like to criticize people. Uh huh. And I never do that, no matter whether or on religion, beliefs. Or what they do, I might criticize somebody for what they do because that's a choice that they have. But what I don't agree with is I don't agree with the government restricting um, various people, everybody, uh, on free speech. Now, some people may call someone a name, and that person, if they're being slandered or you know, like it's hurtful comment, that person should have a right to sue the individual that called them a name or, you know, discriminated against them in any way, shape, or form. I agree with that. But the government should not have anything to do with it. So, for example, I just heard that now they're outlawing so-called Islamophobia. Well, why not uh, Why not outlaw claustrophobia or those who are afraid of spiders that say that they're afraid of spiders? Some people actually are afraid, you well, know, and that's 
And so if you do and you happen to say something, now you are breaking the law of Canada. Well, it, it, I guess it all comes down to uh, what the definition of Islamophobia is. We all are against hate speech, but a lot of people think this particular law goes way too far. Bob, thanks for your call. Okay. Thank okay. You. Bye-bye. 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 Okay. Linda in Mississauga. Hello, Linda. Hi, Libby. How are you today? Fine. How are you? Fine. Uh, I'll be 72 years old in June, and I have a couple of diseases which cause pain in my legs, mm-hmm. in my body. So, and they don't know what causes my diseases. It's something you get when you're 70, lucky me. Um, anyways, uh, they, I figured I'd try marijuana oil, cannabis oil, and see if it works, and it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it gives you relaxing sleep. You're not waking up all night with pain and everything. And I did some research on this. And with children with MS, MD, you know, uh, cerebral palsy, seizures and that, it really helps a lot of children. The, the doctors are readily uh, prescribing things like Oxycontin and, and stuff like that for pain. But, you know, the side effects of them, they're very addictive. So... Uh, I have to say, uh, I tried the marijuana oil for uh, four months, and it worked. And um, it really helped me, and, uh, and my my bad blood levels are going down in my diseases, so there might be something to be said about this. And me, being a senior, I don't drive if I take it at night. I take it at nighttime before I go to bed. And you can get off it, and there's no side effects or anything. So... You know, I think people have to be educated that there are uses for this drug. It's been around for centuries, and um, that's my opinion. Well, it, there there are lots of known medical benefits for cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good for people who are. It can be really good for people who are in cancer treatment because it deals with nausea, appetite, all those things. So there are some well recognized benefits. It's obviously not for everything. No. But, uh, yeah, and uh, good for you if it worked for you and you don't have to uh, be taking uh, a lot of uh, heavy-duty painkillers. That's that's great news. It's probably changed your life. Yes, it has. It's helped significantly. So I think people have to be aware there are definite benefits to this, you know. And the oil, I mean, you can cook with it. You can just take it on your tongue, whatever, you know. So that's my opinion. Okay. Have a good day, Libby. Okay. Thank Bye. you so much for that. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.